0: I'm Sarah. How's it going? It's going really well. Sarah is newly out of college.
1: We sat down to talk about her tattoos. I've got two. Um, Technically two, but actually three. One of them is a cover-up of something else.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's really interesting. I know.
1: Intriguing, right? The first tattoo I got I then covered up, so you can't see it anymore. My very close friend slash my ex-boyfriend that I had broken up with a few months before Uh, committed suicide. So I wanted to do something to commemorate his loss. And I ended up with something that I knew immediately after I got it, I wasn't happy with it. It didn't look good. It wasn't aesthetically appealing. And to me, the aesthetic is really important. But, you know, they say grief really makes you blind to a lot of things that in the rest of your life, you consider important. So I did something that I later on regretted, which You know, my mom told me that I would and didn't listen to her, and once again, I should've listened to my mom. So uh, for about a year I had something that I didn't really feel like represented him well. People would ask about it, and I'd be embarrassed to tell about it, not because I didn't want to talk about him, but because I didn't like the way that it looked. I thought it looked really, really lame. So I eventually ended up getting it covered up with something else that also represented the same thing to me, you know, his loss, my relationship with him but in a way that I thought looked better that I was proud to
0: show people and talk about. Having a tattoo that is beautiful was an important part of honoring him to Sarah. But before she learned that, she got a tattoo that wasn't right. I could just barely see it, but only when Sarah pointed it out and I was
1: looking very closely. This word right here, which is carry, Mm -hmm. which is in his handwriting, which I got basically stenciled on, uh, from a note that he wrote me from the e. e. Cummings poem that everybody gets, I carry your heart in my heart, and I carry it with me. Uh, this bird, which, you know, it's a bird. I mean, it's as corny as you can get. And then a couple of stars, which his twin brother drew this one for me. My friend Heather, who helped me through a lot of stuff, drew this one for me. And having the old tattoo beneath the new one, is important to her too. I like looking at it and remembering you know those things are there but they're really camouflaged in a way more than completely covered up um, so I can look at them and see them but it's you know most people don't see it when they look at it. But in the end having the tattoo covered up
0: was what she had to do. Despite the fact that she had put so much
1: thought into it the first one didn't come out the way she wanted it to. That year of living with it was helpful to me, reminding me of what I had lost, but it was also hard to share with other people because I didn't want to show it to other people. It ended up being too personal because it was ugly. Beautiful things are easy you, it's easy to distract people with. This is a good looking tattoo. But ugly things, you have to explain why you got it. Why'd you get something this ugly? Well, there's gotta be a good reason.
0: Now, Sarah doesn't have to look down at her arm and see something ugly. She knew that getting it covered up even though
1: it was hard in some ways, was ultimately the right thing to do. When I got it covered up, I was with my best friend who drew one of these original, you know, little tidbits that was in the original one. And she she was like, this is a good idea. And now what I've got to cover it up is totally him. It's a peacock. And um, he was totally that way. He was totally flamboyant out there. We went to the zoo, we saw peacocks. That kind of thing that the more vague symbolism that makes you remember something without being, without hitting you in the face with it, that doesn't have any words that could be anything, to me that's more meaningful because that way you don't have to tell a story to everyone. You can tell it to the people you actually want to know about it. Sarah also got the tattoo for herself just as much as she did for anyone else. So one of the reasons I got a tattoo in the first place is because I am usually, in the rest of my life, a person who throws a lot of things away. I mean, papers, photographs, sentimental objects, I just throw throw it away. I'm not sentimental. I don't like to keep stuff. I'm not nostalgic. I like to purge, to get rid of things, slim down, minimalize. And when I decide to get something inked on my body, it's something that I need to be permanent, that I can't throw away, that I don't want to lose. So when Ian died, I knew that my feelings were real, but that they also were impermanent feelings. Accepting that your feelings are not always going to be the same. You know, it's hard to accept sometimes that you won't always be as sad. I'm not as sad now that he's dead as I was when he first died. And it's it can be hard to accept that.
0: But having a reminder of not only him, but the feelings she had is an important reason why she chose to have something on her body forever. There we
1: go. I guess for I guess for my second piece I was really looking for something that had less concrete symbolism. Let's talk about her other tattoo. This tattoo has a funny story, which is when she went to Paris to study abroad. She had made an appointment with a tattoo artist whose work she really loved. But on the day she was going to get one from him... His studio called me and said, you know, he's throwing up, he's at home sick today, you can't get any work done by him. And I just wept in the street. I was so disappointed. And so, she couldn't get a tattoo from him. After that, she was going on a backpacking trip around Europe. I landed in Amsterdam with a couple of my very close friends, and... They basically said to me, we need to find you somebody to do this. We need to find someone to do this work. And I was like, no, I've been, I just want this one guy. You know, I've been planning this for months. And they are like, we'll find somebody. And we did. We, we basically just walked into this shop and talked to the guy for a couple minutes. And I said, listen, I want something black and white. I want something with geometric shapes. I want something with one organic shape in it. And the guy was like, well, what do you want? You know, what's the, what's the shape you want me to work with? So I said, pair. I said, do a pair. And... He drew this very detailed shape with a pear at its center, but a lot of other stuff going on, which it doesn't have any symbolism, you know. It's a compass. It's a couple of cubes. But everything together just looked right. It looked right to me. And I said, yeah, put that on my body. Do it. I'm ready. And I went in the next day, and he tattooed it on my arm, and it's been awesome. The only part of that tattoo that does have any meaning to it was the pear. But why? At that time in my life, I was having a really tough time with my own body, with my own physicality. Being around a lot of people who were very thin, blonde, athletic, I went to one of those schools. And um, having a hard time accepting my own, the way that I was, accepting the fact that maybe I was beautiful and didn't know, didn't know what was going on. And um, thought about that a lot while I was traveling abroad and ended up realizing that the pear shape of the way I was was an okay way to beat.